Hey, good morning or afternoon, evening, whenever you're downloading this Thursday episode of our Journey Through Scripture. We're certainly glad that you have joined us today. My name is Philip Thomas, pastor of Journey here in Elgin, Texas, and we are con- continuing through. Uh, we are actually uh, reaching the end of the Torah today. The first five books uh, of the Old Testament are the Torah. Uh, so this is uh, Deuteronomy. We're going to be uh, Finish going through Deuteronomy chapters 29 through 34 and Psalm chapter 90 uh, today. So if you'd like to uh, take a, a pause and, and read those, I encourage you to do that. It's going to finish out the Torah and kind of brings us to to the people now going back into the land. So yeah, we, we've come full circle now um, from uh, Abraham uh, being given the land uh, to now the people leaving, uh, ending up in Egypt, and now they're coming back to the land that God had promised them. Uh, it's been a, been a long uh, four or five hundred year period here, uh, but now we are, we are back and the people are about to uh, be able to start experiencing uh, the, the promised land. Um, but before that happens, we have to say goodbye to one leader and hello to another leader. And so uh, chapter 29 kind of starts Moses's final words. These are the final uh, speech, if you will, that, uh, that he is giving to the, to the people. Um, and it, it's, it's very interesting. It's actually, it's, it's kind of sad. Uh, it's a, it, there's, there's hope in it. There's encouragement in it. Um, but Moses, you can tell Moses knows the heart of the people. Um, and so there's also uh, a lot of foreshadowing of, of things to come. Uh, but uh, chapter 29, there's kind of the, uh, the covenant uh, is uh, talked about again, and just uh, the renewing of the covenant that God had made uh, with the people um, of how uh, God has promised them uh, this land. And so there's, there's just this kind of constant reminder uh, of the covenant. Um, I thought that it was uh, interesting. Um, it's talking about, uh, it gets to the place where um, at the end of chapter 29, uh, that when when God will drive people out and, and maybe even uproot uh, the people from the land. Uh, and it says in verse 29, it says, The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but those things which are revealed belong to us and to our children forever that we may do all the words of this law. Again, so to me that just really jumped out because here it's acknowledging that there's some things that God may do that we don't really fully understand or fully comprehend, right? That there's some just because God is who he is. Um, And there may be things that God just chooses not to reveal to us. Um, but it, so there may be th- secret things that belong to the Lord, but the things that he has revealed, they belong to us. We, in other words, we are responsible for them. Uh, we're sp- responsible to live up to them. Uh, and it says to us and our children forever that we may do all the words of this law. Um, so it's, it's kind of like, don't focus on the things that we don't understand about God, but how about start focusing on the things that God has revealed to us and actually uh, following them, following the law that God has uh, has given us? Um, uh, 
chapter 30, uh, it kind of talks about the, the blessings of returning to God. Uh, you know, that the people, uh, they may turn away from God, but then uh, God will uh, welcome them back, and there are blessings that can come from that. Um, but it, again, this, this idea of of choosing who you're going to serve. Are you going to live out the laws that God has laid before us um, or not? Um, at, in chapter 30, uh, in verse 11, this is, is pretty interesting. It says, For this commandment which I command you today is not too mysterious for you, nor is it far off. It is not in heaven that you should say, Who will ascend into heaven for us and bring it to us that we may hear it and do it? Nor is it beyond the sea that you should say, Who will go over the sea for us and bring it to us that we may hear it and do it? But the word is very near you, in your mouth, in your heart, that you may do it. Right? So sometimes we, we overcomplicate scripture. We think, Oh, it's just so hard to understand. I just said, you know, we, all these excuses. It's like, No, it, it really, it, it's, it's probably not as complicated as we make it out to be. <laughs> right? That, uh, that we can live the way that God has called us to live. Uh, Verse 15, it continues on. I I love this. It says, See, I have set before you today life and good, death and evil. In that command, you uh, you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in his ways, to keep his commandments, his statutes, his judgments, that you may live and multiply, and that the Lord your God will bless you in the land which you go to possess. But... If your heart turns away so that you do not hear and are, and are drawn away and worship other gods and serve them, I announce to you today that you surely shall perish. Uh, I, 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 there is kind of a, uh, you know, kind of the, the, the black and white that is laid out, the good and evil. We see that throughout the Torah and, and how Moses is, is talking about this. He says, I have set before you today life and good, death, and evil, right? That, that, those, that, uh, that evil leads to death, uh, that, that uh, good leads to life. Um, this constant uh, struggle within us um, to, are we going to seek the good? Are we going to seek to do good? Um, because if we are not actively seeking to do good, we can easily begin to be part of evil, right? That leads to death. And, uh, and it, our faith, it does, it has eternal consequences, but it also has consequences for, for life here today. Um, it makes a difference um, uh, in, in our life. If we, do, if we want to experience the goodness of life that God desires for us, we must seek to do good. We must seek to live according to his statutes, to his commands, right? Rather than falling prey to doing what, what is evil, uh, even whenever it's disguised as being good. Um, that is something that we see throughout uh, the the Torah uh, is this uh, kind of pitting together good versus evil. So uh, verse thirty one or chapter thirty one, excuse me, uh, begins the transition basically to Joshua. So I mean, you can imagine one of the toughest things for any any organization. You could say this about uh, any. Uh, sports team that has a legendary coach when that coach leaves trying to replace them uh, usually doesn't work out well you it, 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 there's usually like uh, kind of the sacrificial 
<laughs> lamb. You hire a coach, and everybody's excited. Uh, but then in about two or three years, they leave, and then the next guy comes and has a better chance. Same way following a pastor that's been at a church for years and years and years uh, and is a beloved pastor. Trying to follow that up is is very difficult. So Moses is trying to help pave the way uh, for Joshua. Uh, of course, Joshua has been involved uh, all the way back 40 years before. Remember, Joshua was one of the 12 uh, spies that went in and came back and said, no, we can do this. God will, will deliver this uh, the land to us. Um, and since then, Joshua has been uh, at Moses' side. So the people would have known who Joshua was um, but uh, but uh, Moses is really kind of making this uh, transition. It says, The Lord your God himself crosses over before you. He will destroy these nations from before you. You shall dispossess them. Joshua himself crosses over before you, just as the Lord has said. Uh, it says, Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear. Do not be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, he is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Um, uh, Moses calls Joshua and says before, uh, all of the, all of Israel says, be strong and of good courage for you must go with this people to the land, which the Lord has sworn to our fathers and uh, to give them, and you shall cause them to inherit it. Uh, and the Lord, he is the one who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Do not fear nor be dismayed. You see a theme here, right? Courage, do not fear. Uh, because it's not going to be an easy task uh, that they have ahead of them. Uh, and the people are going to have to trust God, but they're also going to have to trust uh, their leader. They're going to have to trust that Joshua is listening to God and that Joshua is being faithful uh, to God. Uh, he continues, talks about how important it is that, uh, that all of the law is read to children and, and taught to our children. Uh, it's important for us to remember today. Um, then things kind of get a little more somber because Moses begins to uh, predict, if you will, that Israel will rebel, that that Israel will not live up to the calling that God uh, has has given them. And uh, says a couple of things, he says, uh, behold, you will rest with your fathers, and this people will rise and play the harlot with the gods of the foreigners of the land where they go uh, to be among them, and they will forsake me and break my covenant, which I have made with them. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a, a, a harsh reality, right? Moses knows this. God knows uh, knows this, um, and, and it's... It's a sad ending. Uh, you see in verse, uh, chapter 31, verse 29, For I know that after my death, this is Moses talking to the people, says, For I know that after my death you will become utterly corrupt and turn aside from the way which I have commanded you, and evil will befall you in the later days, because you will do evil in the sight of the Lord to provoke him to anger through the work of your hands. And then uh, chapter 32 is kind of the song of Moses, and it's not an uplifting song. It, it's, it, you read through there, you know, just right, right off the, the beginning of verse 4, says, uh, For all his ways are justice, a God of truth, uh, and without injustice, righteousness, and upright is he. Uh, but then it says, they have corrupted themselves. They are not his children. Um, and so it's, it's kind of a, a lament song that Moses uh, is putting before the people. Um, and, and it continues on 
we get to uh, chapter 33. It's Moses's final blessing on Israel. So he goes through and he gives a blessing to each uh, of the 12 tribes uh, of Israel. Uh, he ends the blessing with this. Uh, verse 29 says, Happy are you, O Israel, who is like you, a people saved by the Lord. The shield of your help and the sword of your majesty, your enemy shall submit to you and you shall tread uh, down their high places. All right. So it, it's kind of a, a mixed, mixed uh, ending to Moses's life. Uh, it says, happy are you, O Israel, who is like you, a people saved by the Lord. Um, man, that should give us strength as well, right? That uh, who is like you? If you know God, if you have a relationship with God, if you have uh, experienced the salvation that comes through through Christ, uh, who is like you to be saved by the Lord, right? That, that should be an encouragement to us. That should be something that we hold on to that gives us strength, that gives us joy uh, each and every day. Um, and, and we also have to be aware of the, the human tendency uh, to also take that for granted and to fall away and to try to, st- to start doing things our own way, which is what Moses is trying to warn the people about. Uh, but he leaves them with these encouraging words. And then in chapter 34, talks about Moses's death. Um, he is he is basically there where he can see across the Jordan River. He can see the promised land, but he's not going to be able to go in. Remember uh, when he uh, struck the the rock for the water, and God had to, uh, told him to to speak uh, to the to the rock. Um, and one of the consequences was that Moses was not going to be able to go into the promised land. Uh, verse seven says Moses was one hundred and twenty when he died. His eyes were not dim, nor his nat- natural vigor diminished. Uh, so he he was he was still very with it. He was a, a very a capable leader, um, and so. God, uh, God brought him uh, home to be <laughs> to be with the Lord. Uh, it says in verse ten. It says, "But since then there has not arisen in Israel a prophet like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face." Um, what a what an amazing uh, statement that is that that. Moses knew the Lord face to face, and and Moses truly is uh, one of the ga- greatest characters in all of the Old Testament, and uh, uh, especially in in Judaism, uh, he is um, uh, definitely one of the the greatest prophets um, that that we that we've ever seen, and his his leadership uh, and his life is something that we can all uh, learn learn from. Now I want to to end with. Uh, getting you to look at Psalm 90. Psalm 90 uh, is it, it's it's titled a prayer of Moses, the man of God. Now, th- this was not written by Moses, but it is kind of talking about this time frame and talking about uh, what what's uh, going going on. It says, "Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations." Um, you know it. it, it talks about, says, before the mountains were brought forth, uh, or ever you had formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. Um, but then it also talks about uh, how the, the people did rebel, that they did turn their back. It says, for we have been consumed by your anger, by your wrath we are terrified. You have set our iniquities before you. And it says in verse 11, it says, Who knows the power of your anger? For as the fear of you, so is your wrath. 
this is this is important. Verse 12, so teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom, right? To teach us to number our days that we recognize how short life is, right? That, that, that life is short and the way that we live our life makes a difference. Don't, don't think that, oh, I've got plenty of time to turn my life around, right? No, we, we don't know the number of our days and the day, the, the, those days are shorter than you think they are. Right, that we need to recognize that we have uh, been uh, created by God, and we live in this time and in this place, and we have the opportunity uh, to either do good and to live for God, uh, or to rebel and to to go our own way. And it is important that we recognize uh, that opportunity, and and that that we do number our days, <laughs> and that we don't just think, "Oh, I can get to that tomorrow." You know what? Maybe today, maybe today is the day to start living our life the way that God desires for us to live. Who knows? Maybe God is calling you uh, to to do something incredible, to make a difference. Who would have thought Moses would have been called by God? Uh, you know, look at his story. Um, but God used Moses uh, to bring the people all the way back to the promised land. Uh, and God can use you to do some amazing things things as well. And take that seriously. Uh, I hope that you uh, have a great weekend. Next Tuesday, we're going to start in the book of Joshua. We'll go Joshua chapter 1 through 4. So Joshua chapter 1 through 4, and then on Thursday, we'll go 5 through 10. So we'll get through the first 10 chapters of Joshua next week. All right, hope you have a great weekend. See you next week.